Good morning, guten Tag, bon dia. How's it going, everyone? You're listening to the Travel Stories Podcast. I'm Hayden Lee. I hope wherever in the world you are, you're doing well. So I was crunching some numbers yesterday and uh, seeing where everyone's listening from. So we've got, obviously, UK, US, but then we've got people from, uh, we've got a lot of people from the Czech Republic. We've got Sweden, France, Russia. I love that. Argentina, Korea, the Philippines, and one guy from Brunei Darussalam. I don't know where that is, but hats off to you, mate. Love it. Send me an email, Hayden at TravelStoriesPodcast.com. I want to hear from you, man. And that goes for the rest of you too. So today I have on someone I've wanted to have on since the inception of the show. It's Traveling Jackie, Jackie Nurse from the Budget Minded Traveler Podcast and TravelingJackie.com. That's traveling with one L, J-A-C-K-I-E. Dot com. Uh, nurse is an interesting last name. She told me the backstory of it, where it comes from down the line. It's fascinating. Get in touch with her at Traveling Jackie again, 1-L-J-A-C-K-I-E. On Twitter, ask her about it. It is fantastic. Now, I wanted Jackie on the show because I knew she'd have a great story and I knew she'd be awesome to talk to. She's been traveling for many, many years and her podcast, The Budget Minded Traveler, again, 1-L-U-U-K folk, I've been listening to that for years now and it is great. She gives tips and advice for how to travel on a budget, how to save money when you're traveling, safety advice, there's all this stuff. It's really, really good. So let's dive in. You are listening to the Travel Stories Podcast, and this is Jackie Nurse. Hi, Jackie. How's it going? Um, great. How are you? I'm really well, thanks. Really well. Whereabouts in the world are you? I am currently in Bariloche, Argentina, which is the northern end of Patagonia, nestled in against the mountains. I love how you say that place name. Can you say it again? Bariloche. Oh, that's awesome. You're a Spanish speaker, right? Si. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. I, uh, I really wanted to learn Spanish, but I can't roll my ass. Never been able to. Just can't do it. Uh, you know what? My, um, my Spanish teacher all throughout high school could not roll her R's either, oh, yeah? which I thought was so ironic. And <laughs> we kind of used to make fun of her for it in, in a really sad but funny way. <laughs> I know, yeah. though, I mean, you, you know, they say that if you can't do it by the time you're 16 or something, that you don't have a, a shot anymore. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. No way. So they say. No way. Well, that's also part of the reason I started learning Portuguese as well, because their their double R's, uh, they turn into H's as opposed yes. to a rolled, and it's just they so do. much easier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish every yeah. uh, I wish Spanish was like that. I just straight in there. so uh, as i mentioned in the intro you have mastered the art of budget travel um how did that come about and um were you just going around and thinking man these guys are paying too much for this like (laughs) how did that come about not really you know it just came about out of necessity i studied abroad when i was 18 and when you're 18, you know, I had had a couple of jobs up to that point. I had a scholarship, luckily, that helped me. But I really fell in love with travel. And I'm one of those people who kind of goes out and, and gets. <laughs> I work for what I want, you know? Nice. And I didn't want to tell myself no, that I couldn't travel. All I did, I didn't even think about that, really. I just just thought about, okay, when's the next time I can make a trip happen? Mm. And... 
so I studied abroad again and then again and <laughs> started backpacking and but that was the option for me. I didn't have another option. And so traveling on a budget was my option. It was just saving every last bit of money that I possibly could afford outside of, you know, my essentials. Um, right. Yeah. It all went to travel. So and when you have that sort of mindset, you don't go out and spend that money so quickly. <laughs> you know, you don't go out and stay at nice hotels. You stay in hostels because it'll make that hard earned money last all the longer. <laughs> so true. And um, you've just reminded me of something that Rolf Potts says. You know, Rolf Potts, the uh, the vagabonding of guy. Of course, of course. And um, he says that. Oh, this is not going to be eloquent. Um, but <laughs> to paraphrase, he says that it's good to obviously stay in the, the budget places and, uh, and go backpacking and stuff like that. But every now and then, it is good to make a change, just have a nice hotel for the night. And the reverse mm. is also true. If you're going around, staying in hotels, mm. doing all the stuff, all the swanky things, it's nice to just hit it down on the ground for once in a while, you know, and just, just mm. travel real budget. So do you, at any point, do you go, well, today's the day? Five star. Let's do it. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> I absolutely do. And actually, I don't. This is this is unfair. But now, I mean, I have made. Okay, maybe I shouldn't say unfair because I've also kind of created this lifestyle. But I've made travel my profession, and so now I have these opportunities where I actually don't have to pay for them. Um, but I'll get hosted somewhere, and oh my goodness, <laughs> oh my goodness. It is, I mean, I would, I would pay for that. Yeah. Like it's one of those things that I hadn't really experienced before on my own dime. You know, the, the nicest places that I would have stayed were just, you know, I, I had never paid for them myself. Maybe somebody else treated me or something, you know, and I always loved it. Um, now I, it's actually changed the way that I travel a little bit. I won't, I won't say that's so not true. I actually do this still, but <laughs> I, I prefer not to stay in hostel dorms anymore because I don't sleep well. Mm. Um, you know, I will spend a little bit more to, to stay comfortable, clean and to sleep well, you know, and especially if, if I, uh, if I need to, I will get a massage. I will, you know, I'll pamper <laughs> myself a little bit. I mean, you have to. Oh, you've you got know? to, haven't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So. I'm it all about it. I really am. <laughs> it happened to me in, uh, I think it was Saigon. I want to say that. Oh, I know. No, it was Saigon. Um, I was up all night. This guy was snoring and it was the, the worst snoring I've ever heard, like hands down. <laughs> and, um, and I have quite a bad, uh, synesthesia where you, you see sounds as, as colors and, and pictures and mm. shapes and stuff. And it was, Oh, I just couldn't deal with it. <laughs> and so, um, and so I went straight out on the balcony and just, you know, watched the sun rose and it was, it was lovely, oh but I, I was tired. Right. And you know what? That's mm. not your fault. Dad, <laughs> right. Exactly. That, that makes me so mad because <laughs> I'm with you. And that, I mean, that's happened to me a couple of times in dorms, but it actually just happened to me recently oh, yeah? in Thailand. Oh, I was so mad. <laughs> I was so mad. And I, I actually wrote a post recently about all the bad things that happened to me in Thailand. And oh, that really? was one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no way. Well, uh, for all the bad things that could happen in Thailand, I think I think you got off pretty well. I think that's all right. I mean, it's not <laughs> so much, it's not as dangerous a place as, you know, 
people like to think it is. But mm, and I'm not talking danger. I, oh I don't yeah, mean yeah, dangerous. I just mean bad, just not good. You know, and, <laughs> yeah. and that was for sure one of them. And you know what? When you're at wit's end and you need to sleep at night, and you're in a ten person mm. dorm, and there's only three people in there, and you think, oh my gosh, I'm so lucky, and then that happens. <laughs> yeah, you want to shoot worst. somebody. <laughs> God, preferably <laughs> the guy that's snoring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, there is. There is an episode on the Budget Minor Traveler, Find Your Courage Through Solo Travel, a recent one, uh, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Today. today, very recent. See, I, I, I'm good at this, eh? <laughs> so, if I'm not mistaken, again, it is taken from a blog post, Five Beautiful Lessons I Learned from Making the Hardest Decision of My Life. For the listeners, you can find this at travelingjackie.com. For the UK listeners, traveling is spelt with one L, and oh, yeah. Jackie is J-A-C-K-I-E.com. And um, so on that blog post, I was reading it, and um, there are many lessons in it, well, five to be precise. And the first one, I think it is, is raw life is real life. And I love that. Uh, I've been trying to put that into eloquent words for, for as long as I can remember, and you did it. So thank you. <laughs> for the listeners, yeah, um, how would you explain it for the listeners? Um, that first point there, mm, or, mm. or the whole, oh my gosh. Uh, well, that this is a very personal post, first of all. Um, and when you, if you read it, you'll, you'll understand that I've recently been through a divorce and took my entire life on the road. Um, so I think that you have to know kind of where I'm coming from, uh, to go into this post, but raw life is real life. <laughs> I mean, it's about experiencing things, real things, not just the Facebook life, you know, which I think I had that life for a long time. Things just went well and I was traveling and I was doing the things I wanted to do and, um, things are really rosy and there are lots of rainbows and butterflies. And then one day, not one day, you know, things happen over time, but that whole thing changed. And what's really interesting is that I've just come out of it and I'm still coming out of it. I'm still very much in it, but with, with new perspectives, you know, and, um, new strength and new confidence and, uh, just life took a turn that I wasn't expecting, you know, and, but these things happen. This is this is real life. And this is where people get get strong and, and you know, come out with um, real stories, I think, and uh, things to be overcome and things to be accomplished. So that's a big question. Actually, this, that whole podcast. I don't. Did you listen to the episode today? I haven't listened to the episode, but I've read the blog. Are they so, similar? Yeah. This the episode actually really goes into it. We talk about all of these points um, oh, cool. because I I did read it on air and we talked all about it. And it's I I'm glad you brought this up because it's one of those I just feel really strongly about. And so I love that you're sharing it already because it it turned out to be such a good episode. And I mean the points that we talk about in it are so big and so deep and so personal and so strong and. So relatable. It's mm. one of the other things I've been learning. Absolutely great. Yeah, it's one of those things. The 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 things that everyone goes through, but no one really talks about. As like you say, exactly. The, yeah, the bad things in life. They the way I've always thought about it is, if you think of your life as a movie, right, 
Um, you would never go see a movie that is just happy from start to finish. It has no quarrel. <laughs> it has nothing wrong. Nothing happens. And then the, the credits roll. You go, well, that was all right, I guess. But, <laughs> you know, it's kind of, that's why I, I think, I, I don't know whether you think the same as the same way that I do, but I see the negative things that happen in life as just, just plot, plot twists and arcs that, that, that form your journey. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. And I understand way better about that now than I did even a year ago, really. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And if my life were a movie, I could tell you which one. <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh yeah. It is Eat Pray Love. And oh, I'm still cool. I'm still somewhere in the middle of it. <laughs> ah, right. What's so. the um who's the guy that she meets again? What's the actor that plays him? Bardem. Oh, uh, what have you? Wait, what's his name? I don't know that. That um, <laughs> isn't he Brazilian? Oh, that guy. Yeah, the Brazilian guy. So yeah, uh, you're yeah. looking forward to meeting a Brazilian guy in Indonesian uh, yeah, island. Is that? Got it. Got it. Right. <laughs> I know a few. I'll hook you up. Don't worry. <laughs> so, <laughs> your story. The reason I wanted you to come on the podcast is because, like I say, I've been a listener of uh, your podcast for many years, and your experiences, your travel, the way you relate them in in your podcast are all so interesting and uh, inspiring. So that's why I wanted you to come on. So let's get to your story. Where cool. in the world does it take place? It takes place in Costa Rica. Nice. Okay. And if you could give the story a name, which I will ask you to, <laughs> what name would you give it? The Blind Man. Oh, I love it. That's so cool. Yeah. Right. The story does have a name. I've, I've, I've been telling this story for years because I love it. And, and I call it The Blind Man. So. <laughs> okay. Well, I can't wait. So you're listening to the Travel Stories podcast. And this is Jackie Nurse with The Blind Man. In 2010, I went to Costa Rica and Panama for a couple of months. Um, we decided to just take some time off from life and work and head down. This is before I was blogging, before anything. We had seasonal jobs and so we took off and went south. And we started in Panama. We went to the jungle. We, you know, played in waterfalls and rivers. We went to the canal. We saw the ships. This is the second time I had been to the Panama Canal. And then we went from there to Boca del Toro, which is an archipelago of islands that I think a lot of people haven't heard of, but they are an incredible, incredible paradise with crystal clear green turquoise waters and just white sand beaches and palm trees just incredible and you can go snorkeling and fishing and swimming and whatever um we went from there whitewater rafting in costa rica we, we crossed over the border from panama into costa rica we went whitewater rafting on the what was rated by National Geographic, this river was rated number five in the world for 
most beautiful rivers to raft, basically. And so we we went straight from this island paradise to this Caribbean paradise to this whitewater rafting unbelievable adventure. Um, and then into the mountains in La Fortuna, which is in the central northern area of Costa Rica. We went zip lining and to coffee plantations and just it was it was one adventure after another. And from there we went down to the beach. On the Pacific side, we did like this whole loop. And we spent my birthday there. We laid on the beach, had massages, drank rum. I mean, it was an incredible couple of months. We, we kind of took our time. This was a two-month vacation that we did all of this. And the day that we were leaving, I got onto the plane. And I sat down in my seat. I had a seat that was in one of those to an aisle just for or a, a row just for two people and I was against the window so I had an open seat next to me and this guy got on and sat down next to me I noticed something about him um, he wasn't making eye contact and he was kind of he kind of had that blank stare you know and so I thought oh I think this guy looks like he's blind but he was handling himself really well and, and I just you know m minded my own business and was just kind of waiting as all the other passengers were getting seated and he started talking to me which I thought was amazing you know I mean travelers talk to each other that's just kind of one of the things that we do we we make friends easily and um he which was interesting because we're in Costa Rica right and he was American and so he started you know speaking to me in English but what was interesting was I could tell that he didn't know who he was talking to and so even the fact that he started talking to me was, was kind of interesting because he, he used English, obviously, was my point here. And he had asked me what I, what I had been doing down there. And so I told him, um, you know, that I had just been traveling around for a couple of months and, you know, we'd seen both coasts and whatever. Um, I, didn't, I didn't offer a whole lot. And I asked him what he was doing there. He said... He has friends in this area called San Ramon and uh, that he goes down and visits. And he was traveling by himself. And this obviously was not the first time. It sounds like it, he made it seem like he goes down to Costa Rica to visit his friends there somewhat often. And he, <laughs> he said... San Ramon is just so beautiful. And he had the biggest smile across his face. In that moment, I could I was I I was almost ashamed, except I knew that he couldn't see me, you know? And so I was glad that he couldn't see my face because I couldn't even process all the things that I had just experienced and seen Costa Rica is one of the most beautiful countries that I have ever seen we're talking about sight here and here this guy is sitting next to me saying how much he loves Costa Rica and he loves visiting and how beautiful San Ramon is and I 
felt so small in that moment. I just, I was so glad that he actually couldn't see my reaction because I didn't know what to feel. Here he is just with this massively grateful smile on his face that he was in that place getting to experience that. And I felt immediately so grateful for something as simple as, you know, as my eyesight that we all overlook. We all take this for granted every single day. That moment has always stayed with me from then. That guy's name was Brad, and I will never forget him, really. He kind of reminded me of a really important lesson that day. Not only am I so lucky to be able to travel, but I'm so lucky to have the healthy body that I do and to have the eyesight that I do to be able to appreciate these these scenes um, like the most beautiful rivers in the world to raft, you know, and just to experience it so personally. And so I was, that's one of my favorite stories, I think, from, from Brad, the blind man. And I will never forget that. That was awesome. Thank you very much for that. Cool. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, really good. I really enjoyed that. I do have a few questions, if you don't mind. Okay. <laughs> so, um, when you got back, did it change the way, or even even just after you uh, just after you heard him say about San Ramon, did it change the way that you now experience new places when you when you uh, rock up to a new country or a new town or something you've never seen before or been to before? Do you, does it come into your mind or do you, do you now experience it a different way because of that? I'm going to say yes, actually. Um, I think that that lesson was so tangible that it does come to me. Like I said, I, I will never forget that. And I don't forget it. I actually remember it quite often. I love to think about him, the blind man, Brad, you know, and, um, and what he taught me that day. And I feel, I think the, the way that I can apply it is by being grateful, you know? And I, um, I actually, I think that that is part of, I'm sure it's part of, now that I think about it, when I travel, I, um, I, have, <laughs> I have these moments where, and where I will just kind of get lost in the moment almost, except that I'm completely present. And I'll just look around and kind of tune out. Maybe if there's if there are people around me, I might tune them out. And I'm very tuned in to to my surrounding, like what's in front of me. Usually this happens when there's a really beautiful view in front of me, but not always. Um, and I will just kind of bask in it for a minute, you know, and I, I do this so often that one of my friends actually dubbed these moments Jackie moments. <laughs> and, you know, he's like, oh, you're having one of your Jackie moments again. And it's like, well, yeah, I guess I am. And, and the, the makeup of those moments is gratitude because I actually will actively be grateful for where I am. And I think that's part of it. Being able to see, being able to walk there, being able to 
you know, um, have the freedom to travel the world and to be in this place right now, wherever it is, there are really, really strong moments. And I'm sure that, that this, that the blind man helped me get to those moments. Mm, I absolutely agree. I think, I think so too. Um, there's also, you've reminded me of another moment that I think is similar, um, but maybe comes from a different source. So, uh, we, we termed it, uh, or we dubbed it the sadhana moments, which is uh, something in Hindi. It possibly means peace. Don't quote me on that. But, um, do you ever have those moments where you're going along and you find yourself, uh, hold on, I'm on a mountain in, you know, new, <laughs> I don't know, India. And, uh, and you just think, how did I get here? What what things happened to to put me mm-hmm. in this place mm-hmm. in the world at this time with these people that I met ten minutes ago and that we're sharing this <laughs> awesome time with? Why did how did this happen? You know what I mean? Do you get those moments? Oh yeah, I think that's all part of it. That's mm. all part of these moments that I'm talking about because there there is a path, you know, and it's fascinating to step back and look at it from the side. And just observe where you've come from, you know, and the path that you're on and, and where it fits into other people's lives and all these things. I mean, it is super cool. I'm mm. very, I'm very philosophical about that kind of stuff. I love it. It fascinates me. <laughs> yeah, me too. Do you, um, do you think about the future of your path or do you just kind of surrender to it? I totally surrender to it. I have, that's one of the things I've, I've been learning recently is I, I used to think up until even like a couple of months ago or maybe a last, in the last year, um, that I was a a planner. (laughs) It turns out I'm not at all. I am not at all. And that's not necessarily a good thing. It just happens to be the way that I am. And now I'm kind of accepting that. Um, I am very opportunistic, Mm. I guess. And so I kind of just, you know, go with the flow. I go where the wind takes me. (laughs) And and I I don't, I guess I don't operate well outside of that. That's an interesting thing I've learned this year. I am definitely not a planner. And so... I can think about the future, but there's not much there. There isn't a lot of thought there. You know, mm. it, things unfold as I live them. <laughs> oh, I like that. Things unfold as I live them. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, cool. So thanks again for the story. I loved it. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners? I think there is actually, since we talked about the um, post that I wrote recently, um, there, this is something I've just felt really strongly about recently. And so I wanted to read one line from that post that has been really resonating with people or kind of slapping them across the face. If you, Fantastic. If I look you forward will. to it. Um, it is this. If you think for one second that there isn't something waiting for you on the other side of the world, you are wrong. I have learned that there is so, so much around every corner. And um, I think that's what I really want to stand up and share is, is to really encourage people to um, face their fears, to travel, to live with courage, because the rewards are so great, even if the obstacles are high.
Um, and yeah, you can find that that article that we talked about on travelingjackie.com. And my, my podcast is actually at thebudgetmindedtraveler.com. So I've got two things going on here. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. We'll link up to all those in the show notes, the podcast, the website. And I believe there's a book as well that I mentioned at the start. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, thank you very much. I thought that you would have some fantastic wisdom, fantastic story, and you nailed it. So mm-hmm. thank you very much for that. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be here. Thanks a lot. <laughs> okay, we must catch up again soon. Sounds great. All right, awesome. Thanks very much again, Jackie. See ya. All right, see you later. Thanks again to Jackie there for her story, and thanks to you for joining us on her journey. Jackie can be found at travelingjackie.com, one L, and on Twitter at travelingjackie. So I do all the editing and score writing for the show. That's the music part. And this one was really, really fun to do. So thanks again to Jackie for giving me such great inspiration for that. If you enjoyed the show and you're on iTunes, if you could subscribe and leave a rating and review, that would really help the show out a lot. If you're having trouble finding the review section, I know some people are, just search for the show again in the iTunes store, click it, and there it is. Thanks to everyone who's reviewed the show so far. You have all of my love. Show notes for this episode can be found with the rest of them at TravelStoriesPodcast.com. And if you want to get in touch with me, I'm at Hayden at TravelStoriesPodcast.com. I do answer everything. That's H-A-Y. D-E-N. The Twitter is Travel Stories UK and the Facebook and Instagram are both Travel Stories Podcast. So thanks again. Join us next time for another immersive, inspiring and international travel story. And remember, travel is more than the seeing of sights. It is a change that goes on, deep and permanent, in the ideas of living. Mm-hmm.